This is episode 29, I think. I feel like we're recording this at like 5 a.m. I do too. It is 7.31 on Monday, July 17th at the moment. But it feels like 5 a.m. <laughs> and Christmas so already set off a security alarm this morning. And I stayed up way too late binge watching uh, that new Apple TV series with um, – Gosh, what's that guy's name? It's called Hijack. Is it Hijack? Oh, yeah. I was wondering if it was that. I've been wanting to watch that. It is good. Yeah. And oh, I've watched a few, you know, these suspense hijack, you know, movies in my day. And I think it's a good show. Let's just say I can't, I don't want to give spoilers, spoilers because you haven't seen it, right? Yeah, no spoilers. Okay, I've seen three episodes now, so oh, we won't give any spoilers. But I tell you are what, they all, are they all are they all released or one at a time? Uh, I guess they're all released, uh, but I also don't know because I just binge watched three or four of them yesterday. Okay, That's well, because I've been watching or Friday Night Baseball is on Apple TV now, and so they've oh, had cool. like just big. Yeah, it's awesome. It's actually a really fun viewing experience to use a dumb term, but they've got all these analytics and stats throughout the game and it's pretty interesting, but obviously they're oh. plugging Apple TV shows on it. And so they did like a, a two minute commercial on the making of it and how realistic they tried to have the plane. And it was fascinating. It has me really want to watch it. Oh, cool. I would have wanted to watch it either way, but yeah, I'll tell you what, man, I recommend it. But anyway, yeah, I feel like it's 5 a.m. But nonetheless, we're recording the content, baby. And on this day in history, what happened? Yeah, I was about to say, on this day, there wasn't actually a lot that happened on this day, but I wanted to say something because July 18th, 1918, Nelson Mandela was born. So I feel like that is a pretty significant day. And then one other would be Detroit which we all know and love as the automobile capital of the world, probably not anymore. They submitted a claim for Chapter 9 bankruptcy protection 10 years ago. On this day, the largest ever such filing for a U.S. city. The city officially emerged from bankruptcy the following year. Wow. So a couple interesting tidbits. Shout out to my guy, Nels Dog. Nelson, but, what a legend. What a legend. That is a, that is a cool thing that happened today. Um, another thing that happened a couple of days ago was Iceman was born a number of years ago, I think 33, Ooh. something like that. So Monday we're recording yesterday. Sunday was his birthday. And on the third time I saw him, I realized it was his birthday. Iceman. He's <laughs> getting up legend. there, man. He's getting, getting up, up there in age. Distinct. I mean, do you think he's middle-aged now? Would you consider 33 middle age? <laughs> I'm going to play the fifth on that one. I don't think you do, to be honest. I think no, you, no, it's I definitely think 40. Age is probably, yeah, 40, mm -hmm. right? Like once you have 40, 40 you're probably, I don't know. I still think 40, though, is young. Like the older I get, the younger I feel. Yeah, but like, like expectation how, wise. But middle age, it's kind of like in the middle, right? I mean, let's assume life expect like average life expectancy in the U.S. is late seventies, probably. Yeah, but in my opinion, middle age would be like you have the middle ages, like the middle ages of kids. So it's like you have like fifteen year olds, 
I guess you could at 40. You could at 52. You and no one else considers middle age. <laughs> the middle age of your kids. I don't even know what to say to that. No, I have no idea. Man, I'm kidding. I have no idea. I think 40 probably. I think you're right. I think 40 is middle age. 40, 40 to 50. Sounds... And then what's 50? Over the hill. Like one over tree hill? hill? Yeah, over that one tree hill. Man, I feel something. Just, I something. Just right here. Talk about feeling something right here. Actually, not really, but saw Blink-182 on what? Friday. Yeah, dude. It's everything that I hoped it would Talk be. Talk to me. I miss Absolutely you. everything I hoped it would be. I miss your smile. Wait, that's a different song. The set list was bangers from, from bookend to bookend. They had cool visuals, lasers, fireworks, fire, uh, cool lights, inflatable Ooh. aliens. Wait, what? Like how big? Yeah. Like um, a story tall, maybe two stories. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. These people who put on these shows, like concerts, they are freaking performances. The people that plan the tours and like the visuals and the stage and stuff, that's what I would love to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I, when you have a legit massive budget on it and you just get to come up with anything and then you have all the resources to make it happen. That's a dream. It is a dream. But what I would tell you is they're really becoming like they've really taken the entertainment theme and ran with it. Like I feel like 20 years ago, concerts were just like concerts, like people oh, yeah, now it's, or bands. And now it's just like a whole production. Yeah. And I'm on record saying like with Taylor Swift, it was like, uh, I don't know, like Broadway meets a music concert meets a dance performance meets like it's all of these forms all come together where like for a little while, it's definitely been performances, but the technology and everything so, that's come along with it. I have something controversial virtual to say about that because I've had some friends that have loved Taylor Swift. We're like great performance, great entertainment worth it. And then I just heard, and I'm not going to name but I heard from someone that goes, it wasn't good at all, and she was lip singing. What do we think about That's that? That's the one? dumbest person that I've ever heard of. I hope they listen okay. to this podcast; so they're gonna be shamed. Was it you? And uh, to be honest, I can't even remember. If, I can't even remember if it was like a good friend of mine or like we were just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. But someone last week, you know, I just have so like there's so many conversations I just forget. But there's someone last week that was like. Taylor Swift was lip singing and it wasn't a good or wasn't nearly as good as I thought it was going to be. I don't even understand that. I'm trying to go see her abroad. We, we applied for tickets oh. to catch her on the international tour. That's how good it was. Was that, was that you or Caitlin pushing that narrative? <laughs> it wasn't a hard sell for either one of us. Let's put it that way. <laughs> fair enough. That way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, dude, the dude you guys was, just travel. Yeah. Just, you all are traveling bunchies. Yeah, I just try to try to make the most of being twenty seven, you know? You're only twenty seven for one God. year. Middle age. Middle, Middle age. aged. I'm actually gonna always be the young aged because I'm the youngest sibling, so can't possibly ever become and, uh, middle aged. Well, I'm younger than you. So Yeah, but we're not siblings. So by your definition. But we could be. It could be, but yeah, dude, Brother the show from was another everything mother. I wanted. I was like, if they ever get back together, the three of them, 
the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. I'm making it. And so me and my buddy did. We mm. got tickets way too late, and we're up at the top of the the Charlotte Hornets arena, which also Luke Combs had a concert the same night uh, eight blocks away in the Panther Stadium. So Uptown Charlotte wow. was a little nuts. Yeah. I was, like, driving around Dude, right before uh, Adopted Park. I'm, like, just – was looking out the window. I was like, there are so many girls in like white dresses or white shirts and jean shorts, cowboy hats. I'm like, is something wrong? Like, is there another concert or something going on? Cause it doesn't feel like the blink crowd. And then my buddy texted me and said that Luke Combs was playing. I was like, that, that checks out. That story adds up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something different uh, with that sentence. And I was like, this is a, this is a, a good podcast show. We're not going down that route. You're wild. <laughs> You're a wild, wild man. Charlotte really grew and has grown a lot in the last like 20-ish years. But Richmond missed out on a lot of that growth. But now I think Richmond's experiencing a lot of it. Well, I found out, I guess, a year or so ago, because not a Richmond native, but I guess the banks were looking for what's kind of going to be like the southeast or I guess I East Coast, like too. hub between mm-hmm. Charlotte like and Richmond. Like a financial district. Well, that meant like mm-hmm. 90s, maybe late 80s, and then went for Charlotte. And so that's where the, a lot of that growth came from. Mm-hmm. So other thing I was going to say about Iceman that I totally forgot about, but uh, my cousin, so he's married to my cousin, but my cousin on the other side of the family got married this weekend. It's good ceremony. And my cousin who Iceman's married to was the day of coordinator and Iceman was the assistant to the wedding coordinator. And my guy crushed it. Wow. I mean, easily the best wow. I've ever seen ever, ever. Best assistant to the wedding coordinator. Yeah. Like I don't think the that's wedding could have happened without him. Pivotal role. Yeah. He was saying that he was the that's assistant so- wedding coordinator. I'm pretty sure it was the, the official title was assistant to the, you know, like a Dwight Schrute type <laughs> thing. Uh, but Dude, he crushed that, it nonetheless. Assistant general manager. Uh, assistant mm-hmm. to the to general the... manager. <laughs> yeah, assistant general manager. That's funny. I mean, that's oh, just that's a classic. classic. But uh, classic. so this wedding was was really fun now. Uh, but Kaki from our beloved South Carolina made an appearance at the reception. You said what? Yeah, that's right. Cocky made an appearance. Our beloved South Carolina cocky. mascot. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what? Oh, you're not thinking about our beloved team at first? No, what? no, I was. I was just making sure like you were. I was trying oh. to keep you on your toes. And yeah. Well, since, yeah. since we're already on the topic, mm-hmm. guess what? 39 days to college football. Oh, 39 days, a month and a little over a month. Wow. 39 days. And so PFF College ranked South Carolina, once again, our beloved South Carolina, with the toughest schedule of 2023. So yay us, based off of 2022's records. So it's like us and Michigan State. Wow. So yeah, I mean, it's off of 2022 records. So it's not like necessarily the best, but the fact is that sounds brutal. Yeah. Any notable, like, I guess probably Clemson, uh, some tough SEC teams. So it's the last year, though, that we're playing Georgia. Well, not last year, but like in 2024, we are not, which is going to be really weird. Oh. 
Wow. Yeah, with the expansion, because I think because we're going to Oklahoma, which will be interesting. It's the first time we've ever played them. Um, oh, cool. So it'll it'll be like an interesting little shakeup. The SEC nice, changes man. are finally Let's happening go. in 2024. But other changes, Ooh. we had talked about D Hop, and you see that he landed in Tennessee. He's a Titan. What do you think about that? I think it's interesting because everyone was assuming that the Titans were just going to go into a rebuilding phase, right? So and they get hot dog. Yeah, yeah they're like they're getting they get rid of, they're going to get rid of Derrick Henry. Uh, they're basically done for a couple of years. But no, now they have D Hop, still have Derrick Henry, still have Raves, his coach. It can be interesting. Yeah, and I guess they're thinking like Will Levis is the answer. The yeah, maybe they're thinking that. I mean, I think maybe Tannehill's still fight for a year. Maybe and Will Levis in his sophomore year. I guess. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad call. They did sign Hopkins to a two-year deal, so yeah. it's not a bad call. I, I I love I love seeing how rookie quarterbacks do. It's like one of my favorite yeah. things in the world because I cheer for them. Like really, unless they're unless they are like a Falcons, Buccaneers, or Saints QB, I really mm-hmm. cheer for them, and I, and I hope that that they do well outside the division of the. NFC I solely South. base it off the college but, they went to. Yeah, that's. I mean, some people do. I mean, I think it's the wrong decision, but. I dude, it's gonna be so interesting to see like Bryce Young. It's gonna be so interesting to see like Will Levis. It's gonna be so interesting to see some of these rookie quarterbacks and what happens. CJ Stroud. I mean, it's like the whole yeah. Joe Burrow thing. Like you, your boy loves Joe. Who knew? <laughs> Burrowhead. Burrow. I am really excited to see Bryce Young. I think, obviously. I like the Panthers, so that that makes it interesting. But in general, I am just very fascinated because I think he, yeah, obviously they're their size concerns, but I think he could be so good too. So it'll be fun to see. Did you see this quote though from Diop? Uh, I'll retire from football when I'm not a 1K yard receiver. With that said, I was on pace for 1,400 last year. One significant injury in 11 years. I might be playing until I'm 37. Show more. Or the start, not the show more. It's five o'clock in the morning. The tweet said show more. Wow. 37. Yeah. You wow. might be playing some 37. Thir- these, I don't know. They, they, these people have kind of figured it out more with like longevity. Like people spend so much money on their bodies these days, and there's so much advanced treatment, whether it's like massages, whether it's like yoga or like different, like, um, uh gosh what what training went oh fast twitch training muscle fiber like there's so many different things now that i feel like really from a longevity standpoint and the game's getting a little safer right compared to what it was probably 10 years for sure but definitely the investment in your body good like if you're listening to most athletes talk about it they're like yeah this is what makes me my money and so they're gonna invest I mean, some of them, like 20% of their salaries into recovery and then to being able to play longer, which is really smart. But. So, yeah. 
some of them spend $2 million a year on their bodies and it's less than 20% of their salary. That sounds very nice. I would like that. Yeah. Speaking of nice and salaries, we just got a, we inked a big contract with Celsius. Wishful thinking here. Oh, yeah, like, man, yeah, yeah, Celsius, we're about to go to prime. Paul. We're going to talk to Logan Paul. See if he needs some help. Yeah. Well, that, that's, you heard about that. That's a whole interesting idea. Uh-uh. For, uh, Wait. Yeah. Like they're taking it off the shelves or the Wait, FDA's really? investigating it or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not hear about this. Interesting. Say more. What do you yeah, know? dude. I just know that uh, apparently like the FDA was investigating and I read that some of the energy drinks are like, I don't know how many or like how much, but there was like reports of them getting recalled and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So well, Celsius went there's like a big FDA probe. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. So Other I think there's just news. more attention on it. I think there's just more attention on energy drinks uh, in general. Um, yeah. And I, I forgot who, but like, anyway, the FDA is either investigating them now or going to investigate them. Uh, but they've been asked to investigate that energy drink. Interesting. Well, uh, other NFL movies I wanted to talk about were, um, or the Jets are going to be the Hard Knocks team, which I'm personally yeah. kind of excited to see. Obviously, I saw Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, they're going to cram it down our throats. Like, we knew that we were pretty much going to end up having to do that. They're not thrilled about it, but who cares? Well, I haven't watched any of it yet. Like the hard knocks. Yeah. Like any season of anything. Which I should. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that uh, quarterback documentary on Netflix. I haven't watched that one yet. Heard good things about it though. Dude, you have to watch it. We have to talk about it. All right. Homework assignment understood. It's good. It follows Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins. And I tell you what, I became a huge Kirk Cousins fan. Kirk I just I never really paid much attention to Kirk Cousins, but he is a great man. He's a good yeah, he's man. A really good dude. Yeah, it really is. He won the uh, what was that award last year? He won that was um, for essentially being like the most out, like upstanding player. Oh, I can't think about it. Yeah, it's um, named after a player. I know, I know. The I Greg think about right Bart Starr. That's what it is. Close. Bart Starr Award for outstanding character, integrity, and leadership on and off the field. Way to go, Kurt. Yeah. You like that? You like that? I saw him like explaining that situation, and I think it was like, oh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but apparently the video is totally out of context, which is just even funnier in my mind. Oh, I love that. Uh, That makes it better. Way better. As our golf and tennis guy. Our racket sport enthusiast, our our country club (laughs) man. So we'll start with tennis, and... Of course, we got to talk about Wimbledon for 30 seconds because Wimbledon is obviously like the Masters. It's a major. Uh, it's a huge tournament. Djokovic has won the last four Wimbledon titles. But there's a young guy 
named Carlos Alcaraz, who faced Djokovic in the finals. By the way, side note, it was a great Wimbledon from you know from whatever many rounds they have, sixty-eight, who knows? But from from uh, all the rounds that I've watched, it's the first tennis tournament I can say like I've I've watched, like I've watched definitely some of the tennis tournament, and I watched yesterday's match, and I'm telling you what. Djokovic is a beast because he just always gets it back and puts it in tough spots. But Alcaraz was just a little better. And that was Alcaraz's, I think, first or second. That was his second major win. He won the U.S. Open, which is another major in tennis. But beating Djokovic on grass after he won four straight is an unbelievable feat. So this pretty much solidifies like the new guard essentially in tennis, because Alcaraz is only 20 years old. Like, literally, dude, he just turned 20 in May. So that's, that's a second major already, So which is nice. Maybe Denis Shapovalov so, will be in that, that crowd. Shout out JP. Yeah. JP. JP. Yeah, I mean, Americans, tennis. it was a little disappointing. It was a little bit of a disappointing Wimbledon for Americans, uh, with Korda going out a little early, Taylor Fritz going out a little early. Um, and then um, Christopher Eubanks making it to the quarterfinals, which was unexpected, but it was a great run for an American, but he lost in the fifth set. That was a great match as well. But Alcaraz looked great throughout the whole tournament. Like he played, he never got to a fifth set, I believe, the entire tournament until the final, dude. Like nuts. So that's a tennis update. I feel like the new guard is coming, obviously, with Federer gone, Nadal constantly being injured, and uh, Djokovic being taken down. So uh, that's Wimbledon. And then golf-wise, there was the – it's called the Genesis Scottish Open. Open. Which, do you know who won that? My man, Rory, right? McIlroy. It's thrilled to hear Roy McIlroy, baby. He birdied 17 and 18 to win by one. How That's crazy so is that? Can you imagine that? that? I can't make a four-foot putt for 10 bucks. Like, he I birdied. Like, Yo, you have to birdie That's these two. So McIntyre, Robert McIntyre was in second, who is, guess what? Scottish. So I'm sure they like Ooh. to see Roy win, but they probably would like to That's see true. Robert the Scottish Scottish. That is true. That is true. At least Wait. it wasn't an American. Scott. Dude, that pisses me off. But I will say <laughs> this about an American. Scotty Scheffler finished tied third. He officially What's broke new? the record for money won in a given PGA Tour year. Because well, he hasn't finished outside of, what, the top eight on anything? I know. It's been nothing good. <laughs> He's won twice, I believe. He's so Dude, boring it's and consistent. Like, it's shocking. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that's a golf tennis update. Big, big, I mean, big time to be a golf and tennis fan. Obviously, Wimbledon just happened. But also, you know what next week is, and that's the Open. So our last major of the year. And we're going to see a back-to-back winner. Rory. Ooh, Really? Yeah, because it's the poetic justice. Oh, he's court His last, yeah, yeah. His last win uh, on a major 
was the same course 2014, so nine years ago. I mean, write a better story. Yeah, I, I I haven't checked. I haven't checked the odds, but I feel like Roy is favored. He's playing. I haven't well. checked the odds. I would love to see it personally. So that's what He's I'm going to be pulling for. Yeah, playing great. Uh, in baseball, we were right. The boys were right. The NL took it in the All Star game. What? Dude, also, bang with three bang. Home. Three. I learned, though, that I guess in 2017, it's no longer for the World Series. Like, who's uh, home team for the World Series? Did you know this? I totally missed this. And, like, it was 2016 or 2017, it shifted. And so, home team for the World Series is just whoever oh, had the best regular that. season record. Yeah. So, it was, I guess it was from, like, 2000 and... Shows you how much I've been... I know, right? Uh, it was, like, mid-aughts, I think, maybe even a little bit later to 2016 was when you played for the World Series home home field advantage. So anyway, that's not a thing anymore. Got it. Did you watch though the Angels Astros game last night, aka two nights ago if you're listening on Sunday night? Did you see this? Oh, you mean the one where the Astros won by one? Yes. So yeah. of course Atani went yard. He had another bat that he hit the fence foul and then hit one out foul. But so the Angels were up two runs going into the the ninth inning. Give up back-to-back home runs. Give up the lead. Uh, or maybe they weren't. I think they were. Yeah, I think he gave up four runs. But get at this, though. So Kyle Tucker, he hit the second home run off of a pitcher. That, this is his stats against this pitcher. He is 6 for 11 with five home runs now. He's had one hit that's not a home run off this guy. It's like, I don't care. You just cannot pitch to someone. When you have a fifty percent chance of going up, like getting hit long, long ball, no, no, in the ninth inning, absolutely not. So anyway, I think he had like a three or four hit day, hit the a big home run then, and then get this, Otani goes yard, so he brings it to a one run game. They had a double, get on runners on first to second, and Kyle Tucker makes a beautiful diving catch to end the game. So. Mm. I hate the Astros. I hate tuck, the Astros, tuck. but you, you got to give a little props where props are due. Yeah, I hate the Astros. I hope that they're not an MLB franchise again, but they're they will be. But I hope they're done. I hope they're yeah, under runs great out of there. Yeah, but Dusty Baker's the first class. Yeah, but the, the cheating, the cheating Astros, because literally baseball is about trying to cheat legally. There's a thing called stolen bases. Everyone tries to steal signs yep. and then like signal it in. All that's good and fun. You just don't put electronics in it. It's, good point. Makes sense. But on the Angels side that's of things, point. rumor has it that the Angels are listening to trade offers for Otani. And what are your thoughts on this? So I think they're listening. I think there's no chance because I don't think any team is going to give up what the Angels will ask for. And also... The Angels are only six games out of the wild card. So it's not like they're like, it's, it's a tank of a season. Like the trade deadline is August 1st, right? So that gives two more weeks. So I guess technically if, if the Angels lose 10 games in two weeks, they lose all 10. Maybe, maybe they make a last minute trade. But 
I don't see where if they're like realistically five games back with, you know, a month to play. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see them trading unless someone offers them just the farm. Well, so what teams realistically? To because the only reason you trade for him is if he's going to be the difference that gets you a World Series, right? Like that's the only thing that really Correct. makes sense. Yeah. And so I was actually talking to Iceman about this yesterday. But what teams do you even think are are like one? Big hitter away. From I don't the know. No, pitching wise, I don't know, man. He's been pretty much all star caliber pitching. But anyway, I think you're right. I think the only team that's going to trade for him, of course, is teams that are making a run this year. Hundred percent. I could see. I could see uh, the Dodgers trading for him. Can you imagine? I was, that? I was like, that could be a fun Freeman, town, man. I can see, of course. Shocker, the Yankees. Like, shocker. I could see him go to the Yankees. Astros. And then, you know where I count? Well, the Yankees are in the bottom of the division. Now, like yeah, but the Yankees would do something like that. Like, just That's out of spite. Because they can. But you know who I'd like to see him go to, to be honest? Yeah. I think it'd be, like, it'd be over if he went here. The Braves. That would be so fun. We get Max Freed back, Spencer Strider, Otani, and the starting rotation, Charlie Morton. Then we add the home run leader right now to a team that is on pace to set records with home runs. That would be fun. That would be record. How fun would that be? That would be electric. What do you think? What do you think? You think the Astros? So here's – If he goes? I don't know. I, I'm just not sure. So from the angel standpoint, it's the flip side. It's like, do you think that you have a chance of the world series with them? I don't really think they do personally. Um, especially with Mike Trout. Wow. Especially with Mike Trout being hurt. Like Mac Trout. Uh, I just, I don't really see that happening. And then do you see them keeping Otani at the end of the year? And if either one of those are no, especially if both of them are no, then it makes sense to trade them. However, you got to think about your fan base. Like you have the most electric player that baseball's seen in a long time. Arguably both of them. What do you mean? Well, Mike Trout. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But like especially – like even just Otani, it's like he's electric. You have a big fan base, a big market. You're in L.A., like, are you going to get rid of this caliber player that your fans love for some prospects? Point. Like, like, what does that, that do gonna, to you? Is that going to so ticket sales? You know, which I think deep down, I'm not an owner of a team yet, and I probably will never be. But what I will Maybe. say is I think deep down, it's more of a financial conversation than we think. And I think they have projections if they trade certain players. Like I think that's why, or not the main reason, but I think it's part of the reason why quarterbacks get drafted so high when we sit here and we're like, it doesn't make sense. You could get a generational talent at defensive tackle for the same shot you just took on the second pick for this quarterback, right? But I think it's also because they know that it's going to inspire hope in a franchise. Ticket sales are going to go up. So there's definitely something to be said about that. I think so. 
Well, it'll be fun to see. We'll know for sure in a couple of weeks. But yeah, so I said, we'll know by August one. It won't be speculating anymore. Dagum. Well, on that note, there ain't no we do our draft. Oh, no, 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 not draft. Florida man. You got it this time. Take us away. You better sit down and you better buckle up. All right? All right? You hear me over there? Right. Sit down and buckle up. You ready? Story number one. You ready for this? Let me zoom in because I wrote kind of tiny. A uh, Newport Richie. Florida man was arrested on a felony charge Saturday after police say he got himself into trouble involving nothing but a bad attitude and a hot dog. Pinellas County officials say 47-year-old Jason Stahl of Newport Ritchie ignored warnings warnings from officials that his road closure permit ended around 12 a.m. Saturday, but he continued to sell those hot dogs in the roadway. The officer told him it was time to put the hot dogs down and move down the street, but he ignored and continued, continued to try to sell the dogs. Stoll then quickly became extremely upset before intentionally whipping out the hot dog at the officer or whipping the hot dog at the officer. Stoll was immediately arrested and charged with battery on a law officer and resisting an officer without violence. Borderline. If he's convicted, he could face up to a minimum of three years in prison. Battery on a law officer is considered a felony charge. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity hot dog. dog. All right, story two, what we got. All right, you ready for two? Mm-hmm. Story number dos. An incident unfolded in Seven Springs, Florida, when a local man's confrontation with law enforcement took an unexpected turn involving a chicken leg. The suspect, whose name has not been released by authorities, was arrested on charges of assaulting a police officer with the unusual projectile. According to officials, the incident occurred on Saturday when law enforcement officers responded to a disturbance call in the downtown area. Witnesses reported that the suspect had been extremely intoxicated and hostile, prompting concerned citizens to notify the authorities. Upon their arrival, Officers attempted to defuse the situation and establish communication with the suspect. However, their efforts were met with hostility and resistance. Eyewitnesses described the suspect as becoming increasingly agitated and confrontational during the encounter. In a surprising turn of events, the suspect allegedly reached for a nearby chicken leg, which had been discarded on the ground, and hurled it at one of the responding officers. The projectile struck the officer, who was clad in his police uniform at the time of assault. The officers promptly subdued and arrested the suspect. He now faces charges of assault on a law enforcement officer, a felony offense. Mm, what a fighting chicken leg. Chicken I mean, fight. can we just say that, that those were two well, good stories? Those were two great stories. And can we also say that Florida is still a ridiculous place? But... It is. I want I want the hot dog story to be true. Some voting story one's true. Yeah, it is. Wishful thinking sometimes it just powers it. Which I was gonna have uh I'm, hey, I'm creating story next week. Like was so much more in depth. Come on. <laughs> That's a violent assault though. <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, that was a good story. Hey, these, this is some of your best work. Some of your best work, I, I will say. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And yes. it took yeah. me forever to do it. Well, you're, you're a gentleman and a scholar and a poet and an author and a storyteller. And I and didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm a poet and uh, I know it, but I didn't even show know it, it. And you're going to row it. Well, that's a perfect transition because that made me think about being a kid. He's like a poet and didn't even know it. And our draft today is childhood games. And we're doing four picks each. Ooh. And it is an odd Ooh. episode. It is episode 29. So my man, the poet who didn't even know it, gets to pick first. Oh, man. This is so, so wide, right? Like you can do so many options here. Uh, number one for me, it's nostalgic. Okay, it's mm -hmm. flashlight tag. Ooh, and the reason I say one. flashlight tag is as a family, we used to do it all the cousins, and it was always a great time. That is a really good one. I'm gonna do sharks and minnows. I was a pool kid all oh. the time. So any any pool game and then sharks like and minnows. That that was that was number one for me. To be honest, man, you you look like a, a pool kid. Thanks. I think. All right, let's see. I feel like I shouldn't say like sports. So, dude, I got to say this. This brings me back to my elementary school days. Every recess, you know, we played kickball. And Ooh. boy, did it ever get heated. That is a good one right there. I'm going to do capture the it's flag. I loved Capture the Flag. When you like you create a good strategy much. for it, you didn't play it much. Mm -hmm. That was always a fun one. Okay. What you got? Pick three. I know. I didn't play it a ton. Childhood games. I'm going to say kind of a curveball a little bit. I'm going to go video games. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go the uh, uh, Nintendo console. And I'm going to go with either Mario, OG Mario Kart or OG Mario Baseball. Ooh, we thought you were going to go Super Smash Bros. But no. That's also right. fun, but we played the, the other two Mario. I'm going to do pick three Red Rover. Oh. Red, Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover. Sound and Ocean right over. What a violent, fun game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, number four for me. This reminds me of my earliest memories, five, six, seven years old. And it is heads up, seven up. I mean, how intense mm. would it get in the classroom when someone touched your head? Oh. oh, I wasn't allowed to say shut up either as a kid. So I would say shut seven up. Crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, last pick, pick four. Obviously, regular tags on the board, hide and seek, Simon says. All good ones, four square. But I'm going to go with red light, green light. That was one of my absolute Ooh, favorites. games. So you get, you get to show games. a little burst of speed, your your acceleration, stopping on a dime. Yeah. Anyway, those are mine. Yeah. All right, can I'm going to do an honorary pick? Yeah, throw an honorary. Okay, out there. An I'm gonna do two mission. honorary picks. 
because I just, yeah. I just thought about him too. Number one, honorary pick, paper football. I used to love Ooh. playing paper football with like my dad or like my friends who play on a table. Um, so paper football, and then number two, last yeah. one I'll say. Remember that that start up pinball game you had on on a desktop oh, yeah. computer? That's so good, dude. I used to crush that game. Mm, legendary. I love yeah. it. Episode twenty nine. Like, comment. I don't even think you can comment. Share with a friend. Come on, baby. Oh.